Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. All right, another podcast. Today we have Elaine Lopez Bogard, and I may have a slight bit of jealousy. She is in Hawaii. I do love my little hometown village in Massachusetts, but I could use some Hawaii right now. It's kind of cold and yucky out there. (laughs) So welcome. And um, let's talk about spiritual fertility after abortion. So I'm going to read what I wrote, and then we're going to have a conversation about the amazing things that you do. So fertility is seemingly one of the most raw, real, and basic functions of the human of the human species. But in reality, it can be complicated, confusing, and many layered. We've reached a point in our humanity in which we can influence our fertility in numerous ways in order to block or invite pregnancy into our body. One of the most complicated things I've witnessed families encounter in my personal and professional life is fertility. It ignites some of our highest highs and our lowest lows. It asks us to look at our physical, emotional, and spiritual being from angles that we didn't even know were possible. In my connections with women after abortion, there's a recurring question many women have. Will I be able to get pregnant again? This is especially present in younger women who choose abortion before they were ready to start a family, but it arises in many unique situations. When we move our bodies through something as impactful as abortion, it's natural for us to question what the ripple effects of our decision will be. I'm no doctor, but research tells us that a medically uncomplicated, legal, and elective abortion has no impact on future fertility. As a mental health professional who recognizes the connection between the mind and the body, I do believe that the power of our thoughts can impact our future fertility, and that supported processing of past experience can heal not just our hearts, but impact our physical well-being. There's another element in fertility that less people are talking about, and that's spiritual fertility. Exploring the role of spirit from a scientific perspective. Dr. Julie Vaughn writes, do you know her work? You do. We're getting a nod (laughs) for those of you who aren't watching us on video. Um, Dr. Julie Vaughn writes, there are a few simple spiritual techniques that help to balance the endocrine system and and promote fertility. Meditation, visualization, and prayer have long been used for calling in a child's spirit. Some cultures use mantras or create songs and music that sweetly lull a spirit to earth from the heavens. These techniques bypass the rational mind and acknowledge that there are systems at work outside of one's individual experience. When the emphasis and focus is removed from the person's analytic mind, several things happen. The nervous system relaxes, stress hormones decrease, and positive 
feel-good neurotransmitters start to calm and regulate our mind and bodies. Many people believe that souls choose to enter bodies and incarnate as human or dip their toes in the waters of human life. When I look at my five pregnancies and three living children, I can't help but believe this is true. Elaine, who's with us today, writes, women's wombs are creators of life in this reality. Women are chosen to be the bridge between the spiritual realms and the material realms. Their bodies act as an offering as they bring new life through the creation of a baby into this world. Babies are brought from the stars through a mother's womb. When we're thinking about pregnancy and fertility, we have to ask ourselves, not what other people believe, but what we believe. Exploring what's out there can help us identify the truth that lies inside us. This truth will serve us in all of our lives, not only in our choice to bring life into the world. Let's talk. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, thank you for being here with us. And now that we're going to dive into this conversation, do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I would introduce you as a fertility intuitive. That is sort of the sum of what you've given me. But is there any, any way you want to introduce um, who you are or how you came to this work? So I call myself a fertility intuitive because it is just like a culmination of all of the different modalities that I use. I am a shamanic practitioner, a holistic kinesiologist, and medical intuitive, and I combine all of that together to really provide a holistic approach, mind, body, and spirit to helping women to conceive and to prepare for conception. Yeah. So women who are listening, who maybe have been struggling with fertility or know someone. Now, I find that one of the tricky things about abortion is that many women aren't ready to talk about it, right? So what I was going to say is if you know someone who's struggling with fertility, you may not know that there's an abortion in their history or some kind of reproductive um, health something that's impacting their ability to conceive. Um, but <laughs> we're opening the table and just saying, if you or someone you know are struggling with fertility, there's a lot of things that could be impacting that conception. That is correct. And what I, yeah, what I find with my clients, many of my clients that have um, unexplained infertility, um, many times they won't share with me that they mm. had a termination or had an abortion, um, but it always comes up. Yeah. There's always, I always see a specific sign, a specific symbol that comes in that tells me that they, they had that experience and we, we work through it. And yeah. also what I find is um, a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times, that soul, that spirit baby comes forward also. Mm, oh my gosh. I'm actually um, having a reading with somebody else on Friday to sort of see if we can tap into my spirit baby. But I, this idea is so powerful to me. Something you said about like, even if women don't tell you, it's often something that you can see 
through a sign or an awareness or something that comes through to you. Is that always something, is that always a conversation you have with that person? Or do you sometimes just like mental check in your brain and keep working? Like, I guess my question is, can you continue the healing work without an open verbal language conversation? Or is that a part of the healing process? It's part of the healing process that we have to discuss it. Yeah, it has to because it's it's showing up as an opportunity for a deeper awareness. Mm -hmm. And these experiences come up because they're ready to be looked at. Yeah, they're ready to be. um, For lack of a better word. um, You know, I don't want to say resolved, but it just really is to have an awareness of it because what I find so often is women that have chosen termination um, so often can't talk about it, don't feel comfortable talking about it. And so all of the emotions related to that just get um, pushed down and pushed aside. And as those layers keep going deeper and deeper, that is how it affects our physical body. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad personally that that was your answer. I wanted that to be your answer for myself, not necessarily because it's the right answer. Um, but I think that's really important when we can open those doors to use our voice to express, what, express what's happened in our body um, and in our spirit. And that I... I would imagine, I would have imagined that that was a really important part of the work. So that's, that was healing for me to hear you say. Um, And then that may be something they never talk about again, but they've done, they've faced that and moved through that and allowed that to process in that experience with you. Correct. Yeah. Beautiful. So um, what are some of the common not common, but like, what are some of the things that women come to you saying? Like, what is the problems that they're having um, that you kind of hear over and over again? Is it just like, I can't get pregnant? Is it sometimes like, I can't hold or I'm, I keep losing pregnancies? Or is it like all of the range of experiences around fertility and pregnancy? It is a range. So um, many of my clients have had um, some type of pregnancy loss, a miscarriage, stillbirth, or even infant death. Um, Many of my clients have had multiple miscarriages where they get to, you know, maybe nine, 10 weeks, um, sometimes a little further along, and then they they have a miscarriage and that pattern keeps repeating. Um, Some of my clients just have never been pregnant. have focused on a career, right? And then they're a little bit older in their late 30s, early 40s, and they're like, well, now's the time. Let's, you know, there's kind of like a push. They feel pressure to make this decision. And then as they're doing that, nothing is happening. They're not conceiving. And then they want to understand why that's happening. I think that's so interesting because when we look at things in a one-sided way or in a like 
one pathway. We can think, oh, I'm not getting pregnant because I'm older, right? But that may have nothing to do with it. <laughs> it may be some past experience you had. It may be some conversation you need to have with the spirit of the child. It may be, there's so many layers of what could be happening. Um, and I think so often we're close-minded in, well, this must be why, right? I must not feel safe in my relationship, or I must be because I'm old, or it must be because I, you know, have weird periods or whatever, <laughs> like, um, and so I just love that we can, like, kind of bust open the doors on that and say, like, you don't even know. Like, when you sit down with a woman, you don't even know what's going to come through. It's like, let's just open the doors to hear together what's in your way. Exactly. And to go deeper. And that's one of the things that I find that Western medicine does not address at all is this area of physical, of emotional and spiritual root causes that are impacting the fertility of a woman. And so when we put what Western medicine has said aside and come to this approach, this like soul level approach, working with the soul and what the soul needs. Um, I'm always shown what needs to be like worked on, um, where there are energetic blockages, where there has been um, traumatic experiences and those imprints have been uh, like compounded into the physical body and we work on releasing all of those areas to ultimately what i like to say is create harmony within the physical emotional and spiritual bodies and that is when conception can really happen mm. so this is me did you say one of your titles or ex or you know modalities is a medical intuitive or no? Because yes. that's making me wonder, does, do women some kind, sometimes come to you um, looking for this spiritual answer, this connection, but what you're really getting from spirit is look into this medical condition, right? Like, does that sometimes happen where it isn't necessarily about like a soul baby connection or clearing past trauma? It might literally just be you are the um, connector to let's look at this medical condition, this condition that Western medicine actually can heal. Yes, and oftentimes it is finding the ways, different ways to support the body. So, and what I like to say is um, some, sometimes what you think you need isn't always what you need yeah would you say sometimes or would you say most of the time because i would say most, most of the, of the time, time. <laughs> most of the time you know i've had several clients come to me and during sessions uh we we work through um you know what what the root causes right getting root oh i'm losing your sound has been a little choppy and it just really cut out so i don't know Okay, let's try again. So working with women to get to the root cause of what is going on. Um, I've had several women that it comes up that they really need to work on liver, like working on 
cleansing their liver, deep yeah. cleansing their liver, um, physically and emotionally, right? The liver plays a big role in the endocrine system. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that functioning. And um, yeah, and so we just, I just go with what I'm shown and uh, what, where I'm led throughout the session. Mm-hmm. And I have a very high success rate in helping my clients to conceive because of this process. You know, I've had clients that have been given less than a 10% chance of conceiving now have babies in their arms because working through this approach and also connecting with the spirit baby beforehand because the spirit baby brings forward so much information and also their frequency, their vibration is a healing in itself. And so what I find is that as we're doing this, um, like soul to soul connection, it just, if you can think about and visualize, you know, two ends of a rainbow coming together and meeting in the middle. And when that, the two parts, the two souls connect, it just creates this vibrancy of frequency and healing and love and what I like to say is love heals everything. Yeah, and so that deep love just exudes and comes through the physical body to help provide healing. And so that's one of the areas that I absolutely love integrating in my practice is this soul to soul connection. Mm, that's amazing. Do you ever go in, do you like go in with a totally clean clear slate or do you ever go in yourself thinking it might be that this soul connection needs to be made or it might be that there's a particular nutrition or like organ system that needs to be addressed and then find yourself like completely surprised well i usually i've learned i have to just go in with an open mind because i never know what's going to come through yeah and sometimes, you know, I ask, sometimes I'll ask for really specific information. And sometimes that spirit baby doesn't want to give specific information and just wants to provide energy healing. Other times I'll get specific information as to like, so specific as to like an ovulation date, uh, months that Whoa. this child wants to be conceived you know, it can get very specific and sometimes it's not. So I always tell my clients before a session, just be open to receive whatever is in your highest and best interest in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to say a lot in all of the work that I do, like the highest and the highest good for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we may be really longing to conceive, right? And it's not what's meant. It's not what's best for everyone involved. And that probably is really hard to, to face. But um, in those cases that your success rate <laughs> is lower, that might be why, right? It might just be that there's another um, another layer in this person's life that's meant to happen without a child or another child or so yeah I think that statement alone like we're here to 
open the doors to the highest good for everyone involved. Like that is just, it's such good stuff. It is. And also I feel like it's also an opportunity for us to come to the space to mother ourselves. Yeah. Because so often we forget about caring for ourselves and mothering ourselves. And so sometimes I feel like this journey to conception and this journey of motherhood really is an opportunity to go deeper within ourselves to mother ourselves and to love ourselves. So now I'm thinking about stepping into mothering after working with you and all the gifts that brings to your parenting, right? To have started your conception journey and created that fertile womb in this kind of work that that has to, you have to let go and you have to believe in things you can't see and you have to trust and surrender and all the things that you have to do in parenting. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. Like I, you know, in my mind, it's kind of like the goal is fertility, but the ripple effect of that, um, or the goal is conception, but the ripple effect of how this kind of work can impact your parenting It may even be work that you want to do if you're not struggling with fertility. Exactly. And what I find so often, my clients that um, work with me, their infants, they, their infants have like zero colic because they have been fostering this soul connection, this telepathic communication with their child since the child was in the womb. So once the baby is born, they can still communicate with this infant and understand what the infant needs. So there is no colic, right? There is no sleepless nights because you're understanding all of the needs of your child at a soul level. So it really does change parenting. Yeah. Yeah. That just kind of came together for me as so, so cool. Really neat. Is there anything you want to share to women who maybe have had abortions or are supporting someone in their life who's had abortions or women who um, are conceiving after abortion or struggling to conceive after abortion? Anything spirit is calling you to say before we close? (laughs) Yes. The one message uh, that I, I really want to share is that so often women that have had an abortion and like my clients for in particular that I've worked with, um, their spirit babies, the constant message from the spirit babies, from those souls is unconditional love and support. And so often it is, I was with you in that choice. Minding these women that they weren't alone in making that choice that ultimately this was a choice that the soul made along with you yeah and you were never alone um and i would say that that is a message that has come through for the majority of my clients oh i wish we'd started with that message but it's a beautiful thing to end with Thank you so much. I think that is just so important for us to hear. 
Yes, yeah. thank you. And yeah, I feel like I am somewhat of a steward of this Spirit Baby Collective and that this is a message that is really important to share um, for women and uh, for all of women that have experienced any type of pregnancy loss. Yeah. And is your website the best place for people to find you? I would say Instagram is probably the best oh, okay. way. The place where I'm most active is Instagram, and it's just Elaine Lopez Bogard, Fertility Intuitive. Okay. All of that is your handle? Elaine, Elaine? Lopez Bogard. Okay. And then when they get there, they'll see Fertility Intuitive. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, um, we will put connections. We will put links to your Instagram and your website if someone wants to go there. But um, thank you so much for having this conversation with us. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. And I honor you for all of the work that you are doing. So thank you for serving so many women that need your help. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.